The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're here on the block half an hour to go for our week before we turn it over to Old School after Old School, uh, which will go all the way to six on the radio. By the way, the Royals were on the East Coast in Boston. They're taking on St. Louis now. Um, so I'll come then. But we got 30 minutes up on the block left. And Strick, we're going to get into uh, the Basketball Hall of Fame. Mm. Fantastic class if you you know go up and down the list. But four headliners are guys I'm sure you're very familiar with and even are maybe less uh, you know, hardcore NBA fans will know. Dirk Nowitzki, Dwayne Wade, Pau Gasol, and Tony Parker. Yeah. All going in as a part of the same Hall of Fame class. I mean, those four guys are the basis of a good team, you know, as a Hall of Fame class right there. Let's start with the guy that you probably know the best from all, Dirk mm-hmm. Nowitzki. You've told it a few times, but for maybe people who haven't heard it, Dirk coming over from Germany to Dirk going into the Hall of Fame, did you see that as a you know path for him? Um... I'm going to say because you have the opportunity to watch Michael Jordan. You have the opportunity to watch Kobe Bryant and the likes of those guys. And their operation of excellence, where they they prepare, they work. It's not what you just see on the court, but it's what you see after practice and before practice and the hours and the time. Like, I realized I put in time. Mm-hmm. I put in extra. I did the but he had he had a Hogar, he had a he had a shooting coach that he was doing stuff that when you walked by and you had an opportunity to watch him working afterwards, you're like, "What is that? Like what are you doing?" <laughs> like it, it, you you would have to quit cuz it was so unorthodox. Like mm-hmm. he would he would be squatting and they would throw the ball to him, and he would just kind of raise up and shoot. And you'd be like, what is what that doing? doing? <laughs> yeah, right? But it was so – he was doing a whole bunch of different things. So then when you begin to see him doing practice shots and, like, before he really started using it, I was seeing him work on it, the one-legged fallaways. And he was doing all of these just in the paint. He would just be in the paint. And he would just start doing all of these turns and shots and different angles and hitting backboards. And you understood that when it came time for those championship runs and even his failures, you, you, you can understand how he's at this point now. So we, I saw that. So I always knew he was going to be great. I knew it was just a matter of time of working into his body. You knew he was going to be great. 
he had a shot that in, in a lot of ways was very similar to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar where it was kind of unstoppable. Once he got on that bag, just kind of as you see with Jokic right now, you know, certain things that he would do with his high release points, very similar to Larry Bird, that, that you just can't get to. No, no, no matter how much you try, you just it's really tough to get to. And then once he doesn't, re- once he doesn't see you, because he's like, I know you can't get there, so I'm just going to continue to work on all of that stuff he prepared for, he worked for. That's what made Dirk great, and that's why he's going in. Uh, the one championship in 2011. Against the next guy. Against the next guy. We'll get to him in a sec. Uh, four times first team All-NBA, 12 times All-NBA, MVP, Finals MVP, 14-time All-Star, 1,500 games played, and iconic, right? The statue, the, the fadeaway, the, the move that everyone wants to replicate but can't. And you mentioned that Finals win against Dwayne Wade, also going into the Hall of Fame. That's a guy that played over 1,000 games in his career, uh, 22 points, scored the most per game of anyone going in, uh, won the three championships, 06, and then the two with LeBron and Bosh was part of the Heatles, uh, three-time all-defense, uh, did win finals MVP as well. When you think of Dwayne Wade, what do you think of? Overlooked. Hmm. Coming out, you know, not many people thought about, you know, this 6'5", long-arm, athletic guy, ends up going to Marquette. Mm-hmm. And comes into the league with a with a huge chip on his shoulder to prove everybody wrong as to um, where they envisioned him to be, and he had that worth ethic as well that that just supersede. So you come in early as as a very athletic guy, mid range guy, very Jimmy Butler ish, and then you develop. And you work on mid-range and then you work on post and then you work on all these. uh, You just can see throughout his career that he continued to advance and improve in areas of his game. Always very good and stout defensively, but would improve on areas of his game where it, it ultimately led him to being the leader. He was the guy. I don't care LeBron being there. LeBron, to him, was Batman. He was Batman and LeBron was right. I don't care what anybody says. When LeBron was there, Dwayne Wade was still the guy because if you go look at the – just go look at the numbers. You don't even – don't even question. Just go look at the numbers of consi- how consistent he was throughout the runs that they made. Even when they lost to the Mavericks, if it wasn't for Dwayne, it could have been worse. Mm-hmm. And that's where you saw Dirk become legendary by doing what he did because he 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 could have looked like a a, a, a you know a floppish. I mean, he still was great, but after what Golden State had did to him, you know, in that series, mm-hmm. you, you kind of were looking at Dirk a little bit different. But Dwayne, you never looked at him different because he was always a dog. Mm-hmm. You knew you knew that he was coming to play every time he showed up on the floor, and he was the guy. He fit into Heat culture, yeah. you know, very well with that mindset you, you you mentioned. But I think he also helped shape Heat culture mm-hmm. as well. He gets shipped out to Chicago and Cleveland at the end of his career. But so much of what Miami is, Dwayne Wade is. Even today. And vice versa. Even today. It still exists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those are the first two. Do you want to talk about a guard or a big man next? We'll go. We'll stay in the guard range. Let's okay. go. Tony Parker, basketball Hall of Famer. Frenchman. Frenchie, yep, plays mm-hmm. almost 1,300 career games. And Strick, I have all these guys' stats pulled up side by side. The only place Tony Parker leads are, well, there are two of them. Assists per game. Okay, makes sense. He's a point guard, the only one in that group. In championships, he won four of them with San Antonio. 
Tony Parker's numbers on their own are good. Solid NBA career. Maybe Hall of Fame worthy, maybe not. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But the winning, the being a part of that big three, and I think what he did with France, all that combined makes Tony Parker. Yeah, I think I think when you look at Tony Parker, you look at his body of work, the total body of work, mm-hmm. and he was the leader um, in 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 as far as not necessarily Tim Duncan was the leader. Let's There's just Tim be clear. Team. Yeah, but I'm saying he was the one that ran the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, if Tim, if Tim Duncan was the captain. He was the first mate. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He was the guy that made sure of the navigation system was all in order. You know, the, the speed of the boat was, if you're, if you're going a boat, you know, Tim, Tim Duncan's a captain. He's, he's directing everything and how it goes. But he's the one that made sure that everything was in the right place. We are on, we're on course. We've got the speed we're on, the tempo. All of those things was dictated by Tony Parker. Um and they ran a tremendous um, style of offense, which which a lot of people weren't used to because the way they moved that ball when that crew was together, it, it, it was phenomenal to watch. And his pick-and-roll actions were always on point. And so I think when you look at Tony Parker, you definitely have to look at the total body of work because his numbers aren't going to just necessarily jump out on you or at mm-hmm. you. Um, another another person that numbers will jump out at you, but didn't have the Tony Parker resume. When his time comes, is going to be Chris Paul. Mm. So I think you're you're not going to be able to hold Chris Paul out because of the fact he didn't he didn't, didn't win it. One. Yeah, but his numbers will jump more at you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, but his winning won't. But I think you'll see the opposite on the spectrum when you look at those two players. I'm fascinated to hear the Chris Paul Hall of Fame resume when we get there um, in a handful of years. Tim Duncan's the captain. Tony Parker's the first mate. Is Manu a, like a pirate prisoner of war that they have tied up in the brig <laughs> and they release and they go fight other ships? Yeah. Where does Manu fall in that? Yeah, man. Manu, Manu, Manu is like... Um, Manu is the guy... Okay, if you've ever watched like... Um, there was a movie with Gene Hackman and... Um, 
and uh, Denzel Washington. And Den- Gene Hackman Crimson was the- Tide. Crimson Tide. Gene Hackman was the captain. Uh, that's Tim Duncan. Okay. Denzel Washington was the the chief, the COO, or, or I can't remember Lieutenant what they call Colonel, it. Colonel, something like that. The he was the you know he was the chief operating officer. Was the next guy in line. Okay. That's Tony Parker. Manu Ginobili was the Weps. He was the guy when they called down and they said, Weps, we need you to get these missiles ready and primed up because we're going to need to target this and launch it, and we need you to come in and do that. That was Manu Ginobili. Manu Ginobili was like the Weps. He came in and dropped the bombs on, on you when you, you know, when you least expected, when you needed it to happen. When it wasn't happening, Manu Ginobili was that guy that made it happen. You know, he was like a spark for that team. So, yeah, that's how it worked for them. Okay, Jay Foreman in the building. Not in the studio, but he's in the building. we got to talk about his Lakers. Pau Gasol, yeah. the last guy in his Hall of Fame class. And I think it's fitting we're talking about him last. When I think of Pau Gasol... I think of a guy that was really, really good at his Just peak, solid. Solid all the way across. Mm-hmm. Never got to Shaq levels. No. But over but Shaq's shadow, I think, sometimes dwarfed just how good and how necessary Powell was for Kobe sometimes. Powell, Powell to me, was like the original Joker. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Talk to me. You feel me? Talk to me. Powell, to me, is like the original Joker. He, he had that kind of great touch knew where to be, uh, understood Kobe, knew what Kobe, they like had this kind of telepathic thing going on between each other. Like they knew what each other liked when they liked, even to the point where Kobe was like, I'm about to run through him because we're about to set the tone for what we're about to do in mm-hmm. this, this USA game against Spain. Mm-hmm. They like, he just knew, they knew each other like that. So pal to me was just, a consistent, stable, didn't get too high, didn't get too low. He, you just knew what you were going to get out of Pau Gasol every night. It was going to be he was going to play hard. He was going to rebound. He's going to he's not going to overwhelm you on the defensive side. He wasn't like he wasn't like oh, who on the defense. Um, uh, he wasn't like Dikembe, oh, where yeah. you knew he, but he could, he's capable. Like he'll he'll get he'll get Brooke one Lopez ish. Yeah, yeah, he he would get one. He wasn't that level. But then he wasn't uh, dominant. He wasn't like Joker where, you know, like, I'm going to hit you with this body every time and you're going to feel me and I'm going to drop this bucket on you. But no, I'm physical finesse. Like, it was a good connection of physical and finesse. Not overwhelming physical like Shaq, Mm -hmm. but enough finesse that he knew how to create space and finish and run and knew where to be. And that's what made Pau Gasol great. His numbers aren't going to overwhelm you. They're going to just be solid. But he was a winner, and he was one that competed at some of the highest levels, had success everywhere he went, whether it was in Memphis or whether it was uh, with the Lakers or wherever he went. He always had success, especially with the Spanish teams as well. Learned to shoot the three a little bit by the end of his career, led the Spain team. Yeah. So, okay, those are the four guys going into the hall, the four headliners. How do you rank their careers? Um, you definitely got to look at Dwayne Wade, probably at the top of the, the spectrum of that. Um, I'd probably go with Dirk next and then throw um, Tony Parker and Powell. Is kind of, I think you could interchange Powell and Tony Parker, but 
definitely Dwayne Wade was was just um, he was tough. Like he was tough to guard. Mm. He was tough to be guarded by. <laughs> it, yeah, he was. He was that guy. Now Dirk. Dirk kind of for me because he was a defensive liability, mm, sure. but he was an offensive juggernaut. Mm-hmm. So there's where I think Dwayne, because he did it on both sides. There you go. That's what you need to know for Basketball Hall of Fame uh, induction weekend. Dirk Nowitzki, Tony Parker, Dwayne Wade, uh, Pau Gasol, among the crew going into the Basketball Hall of Fame this weekend. Jay Foreman is standing by next door. Let's bring him in. Talk some football, maybe some hoops. We'll figure out how we wrap it up with the crossover next. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.